can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. Happy Wednesday. It is Heather with Hump Days with Heather on Talking Pools Podcast. So this episode, I wanted to talk about employee morale. How can we boost up our employees? How can we make it fun? How can we increase their productivity? How how can we, sorry, I had to raise my mic up. How can we help um, them by helping ourselves, right? So Obviously, everybody by this point should know that if somebody is not happy in your business, they're not going to produce sales for you. You can't have a business without sales. So let's talk about some of the positive things that I have done and that I think would be an amazing thing for y'all to do. Um, We have done daily prizes. It seems like holding a daily contest makes it competitive. It becomes small prizes, not of great value, of course, something like $5 gift card or $5 on your account, like their the employee account, that is. And then, of course, make sure you have a sales tracker so that way you can actually see what their sales are. If they hit their sales quota, you know, add a bonus to that. I do that a lot because a lot of companies or excuse me, employees like money over little gadget shit. I've done dinner for them and their spouse like on a date night. So daily prizes are fun or even a little bitty, you know, I actually hold on. I think I actually have one. Let me look. Hold on. Um, okay. I don't. I thought I had it. I mean, the one that I have, I can't I can't show on video because it's it's rated R, but it's it's a stress ball. That's a ball. That's not one ball. It's two. If you get where I'm I'm going. But anyway, so I've done stuff like that. Um, It's funny. It's hilarious. And I actually use it a lot. That was one of my daily prizes from one of my employees, actually. Um, Anyways, lesson learned. Thanks, Garrett. Love you to death. (laughs) Two, raffles. So if you have a weekly thing going on with a sales, let's say you're low on funds in the business and you want to get a lot more sales in have a weekly raffle. So it's a good way to incentivize your employees, your sales rep with a short term goal. Don't make it a 30 day, right? Have like a week and be like, if you hit this, you're going to get an extra 200 bucks or whatever that raffle may be. Make it something worth their wild 500, 200. I did $500 because that helps everybody out who doesn't like an extra 500 bucks. So make it worth their while. Don't do something stupid like a $10 Starbucks gift card, right? Make it worth their while. I've also done stuff with customer reviews. I kind of lack in that area. I mean, my company gets really good customer reviews and you're always going to get bad reviews. Remember people, you will always get bad reviews. Make sure you respond to every review that is posted on your account, whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether it's neutral. Make sure, make sure you post comments to these. Can't stress that enough. Your customer review requires a little bit of the front end work, of course, from the standpoint that there needs to be an easy way for the sales rep, 
for you to know that that customer came from that sales rep or that employee, whether that review stated that it was their job or you have a way to look up in your you know CRM, which everybody should have a CRM to look up who that client belongs to. Um, keep track of that. Do I did my customer reviews over a over a month time is what I did for my guys and gals. If you got five good reviews in this month, then you get X. But if you got five good ones and two bad ones, guess what? That equals the two negative ones cancels out the bad ones. So you have to get more, right? And that will literally take a lot of your back end time. So keep that in mind as well. But it does good. And especially when those reviews that mention those employees. I will literally stand in front of a customer and on their phone and be like, hey, while I'm here, do you mind go ahead and giving me a five-star review on Google? Confront that on the front end and literally put your phone, get grab their phone, be like, do you mind if I see your phone so I can go ahead and get you logged in and we can do that review for you? It puts them in a little awkward situation, but you will find out the turnover rate on that review is a lot more than just saying, hey, yeah, I'll do it later because guess what? They never do it later. I think I've had a handful of people that say I'll do it later that actually do it. So go ahead and take five minutes. And then if they can't, be like, no, I wouldn't give you a five-star review. Be like, okay, well, why? And then address that concern at that, that point, right? My next one is gonna be salesperson of the month. Always, always recognize the individuals that are doing phenomenal. It's a classic one and it, Every business should do this. Generally, because they produce the most revenue, number one, salesperson of the month normally produces the most revenue for your business. You want to give them a kickback on that. You want to give them a contest. You want to make sure that they have motive to continue in your business because let's face it, if they don't like your business, they're not going to continue in it. So why? Some of our... Um, well, like some of our sell, I'm trying to think of some of our sales people of the month, what I've done for them. I have done good dates like Del Frisco dates with them and their spouse, or I've done where I've babysat their child, their child for two weekends out of the month for them. Trust me, it, people need that even outside the box. Um, and then on top of the babysitting, I would give them X amount of dollars to go enjoy their weekend with, depending on what their sales goal was. If, you know, if it was a couple thousand or if it was multiple thousands, let's say that you closed a large job, you're going to obviously increase that, that bonus for that month for that individual. I mean, just think outside of the box for those things, because you never know what somebody wants. And hell, even, even ask that individual, like, Hey, you've done a rock star job. You're the salesperson of the month. How can I reward you? Ask them and they'll tell you, you know, don't just rely like shit. I can't think of what to do ask them. They will gladly tell you. Next, I do a quote unquote winner's choice, as I like to say. So basically, that is where the winner gets to decide the prize, either for themselves or the next month's winner. Because most time, you're not going to have the same person do the same month. Um, Some people do, right? So let's just say okay, well, next month, I, I know I'm not going to win for whatever reason. I want this person to win this, right? Or I want this for this month. So they can choose what they want to do. That actually is pretty damn funny for gags. Um, I do a lot of gag gift in my business. I love it just because of the person that I am. Um, you can't really see like this side of my desk. There is a, a duck with a... 
And that's a gag gift that somebody gave me from the show. I'm not going to name who, but that's why I still love it. Next, I like to do is, is an IOU from the boss. So what I mean that by that is supervisor, boss, owner, whoever. It's a super fun concept, and it causes for excitement on the sales team because it's structured for a timeline goal, and they know what they're kind of getting at. So it is – it okay, so – It'll be somewhere near you, obviously, that has to fill the debt. So don't be like, okay, well, I have multiple branches and multiple locations. As you, the boss, you can't do one for a branch in a different location. So make sure it's for you. So, um, sorry, you want to include something like cooking, lunch together, giving professional coaching sessions, washing, cleaning, whatever you as a boss that's what you're doing for your employee not the employee for you um karaoke um cookout for your team i took our team to um where did i go the go-kart place a speed zone it's not there anymore so just things as a boss you would say hey i owe you employee for doing an amazing job you name it but i will give you hints bosses Make a list that they can choose from, like washing their car, cleaning out their car, stuff from everyday tasks that they don't want to do, mowing their lawn at their house. I've actually, hubby's done that. I personally have it, but hubby has. Um, For, you know, just odd end jobs, babysitting is one, dinner for the spouse, you know, just something out of the box, like an IOU. Or say that person's supposed to clean up a warehouse and they didn't want to do it that day. Well, take it over and do it for them. I know some of these warehouses are large. Mine was 4,000 square foot. It sucks ass. But I promise you that employee will appreciate you. Employees, if you don't appreciate that from your boss, you need to get your head on right because that is a big task, obviously. And hopefully if, you're, if your warehouse was as large as mine at 4,000 square foot, you have more than one person doing it. So instead of one person taking on, you have multiple, obviously. So just think outside the box for that. Another thing that I like to do is be a boss for the day. So uh, with within reason, the winner gets to be the boss for the day or some variation thereof, right? Let's say you take a position for the day. They get to sit at your desk. They get to pick the primary lunch company meeting. If you have lunch meetings, they get to do those sort of tasks. Um, inner, either way, they... They get to enjoy what you do on everyday basis. And I will find that most, I've, I've done that one time. I will tell you one time boss for the day did not go very well for me because I have my fingers in a lot of places and I do a lot of multitasking. Stuff got really behind, of course, because I don't expect them to do what I was doing, but it was like me taking off for the day because I couldn't do it because they were at my desk, they were doing their office stuff. So they got to basically be inside all day instead of out in the field in the heat all day. They took phone calls, they did estimates, they handled the girls in my office and guys, I had both. And they will tell me they never want to do that again, because the girls gossip a lot. And of course, we all know what it's about. But I had a good group of, of ladies, but they just liked to talk a lot and they couldn't stand that. This individual couldn't. So I didn't do the boss again for a day after that. That was kind of the, the end of that. But it was a fun, it was a fun learning adventure, right? Um, another thing is like sales poker. Um, so what I mean by that, you, how do, how do we do this? So you take each participant requires five cards out of a 52 deck, right? 
Each card is earned by establishing or achieving a goal that you set. At the end of the sales period, the person with the best hand wins the prize. So you're going to take five cards, and then obviously you don't give them five out of each. You do five as they achieve. So each each one achievement, they get a card, but you get up to five max, if that makes sense, right? So like you have 52, you, you shuffle them. They pick their... Um, they pick each card one time after each achievement. And then it's like kind of a poker where whoever has the best at the end of the week, the month, the day, whatever time frame you wish to set, they get a small prize. Like it's a it's a gag prize, it's a brush, it's a it's a screwdriver, whatever you want to do. Like I go to Sam's and I get the packets of screwdrivers that are like 10 bucks for the craftsman. I like the craftsman. I love the green leaves. Those are my favorite. Milwaukee's are good too. But just for the prizes, I did the simple ones because it can become expensive because we did it so much. Um, and then lead conversions, how they sell. So sales is competitive, right? Employees are competitive. And not. I'm not talking about just your salespeople, your office people can be in all of these as well. So with that, you want to see who is actually converting those leads over into sales, not just who's getting the most money for your business. Because let's say me, for example, let's say I go out on 10 sales calls. Out of those 10 sell calls, I convert those into nine paying customers. But, excuse me, but those nine paying customers is only worth, let's say, $10,000 out of those nine. But let's say Greg over here has sold three customers out of his 10 leads. That lead conversion for him, while it may be more money, my conversion rate is higher, right? So you want to do stuff on lead conversions as well. Because remember, sometimes those smaller jobs will lean into bigger tickets. You can't always just Focus on the person making you the most money because then the other people start to kind of get dis discouraged, as I like to say. And you want to keep the morale up because not everything is about money. Obviously, we need money to survive, but you also have to realize that people need to have the happiness in the job to be able to constantly keep converting those leads over into job producing incomes. So um, my next one that I do is more so like the, the most wanted. What I mean by that is the type of leads that are handed out. So in the sales, in sales, right, you have some salespeople that don't want to do plaster and tile bids, and they only want to do weekly service bids, some that don't want to do pool builds, and some, you know, so they get to pick what leads they want for that month, right? Or, or none at all, whatever they choose, you know, whatever's at the bottom of the barrel. I personally love doing plaster and tile leads because it's simple. I get to pick material and I love doing pool build leads because I hate the drawing aspect of it. I will tell you that I hate it. But once I go to pick their material and once I can sit and watch their face light up, that's what I love about it. So do like the most wanted leads. Like they get to pick what they want out of the out of the leads. My next one would be like an upsell contest. So if you have weekly routes and you don't have anybody checking those routes as you should be because people miss things as they're there every single week for weekly cleaning, right? You're not a technician. You're not, um, most, most cleaning people aren't knowledgeable on the technician side. So keep that in mind as well. So do upsell contests with that. Well, that's kind of my 
biggest ones I do. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and I will see you next time. Thanks so much. Heather out. (laughs) Bye. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 